Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 332. It is Thursday morning, and this is a recording for Wednesday. Yes, once again, second period, I'm in my classroom, and I did not get the podcast recorded yesterday. And I'm not going to waste my time and yours, quite frankly, explaining why, except to say that yesterday was a very full day, a very busy day, and I am finding that getting to bed before 11, when I have to get up at 5 in the morning, really does make a difference. So as much as I don't really like recording the day after like this, I think sometimes it serves a purpose, and it certainly did yesterday. But I am glad that you are with me whenever and wherever you are as I reflect on how I experienced the presence of God when I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday, which again was Wednesday. So I am touched, I guess is the word, by leadership yesterday. Two examples I saw of leadership on the local and the national levels. And I'm kind of torn about which one to start with, whether it would be the national or the local, and the local meaning like within my school building. Now, there's two ways to approach this. You know, I could start with the national and say, hey, this is far more reaching and far greater implications, and it is a very significant and important thing that our Senate voted on yesterday. Or, as I think I'm going to do, I'm going to start local, right here, with some leadership that I witnessed yesterday. Because I think that the leadership that was witnessed by students and done by a student, I think hopefully will lead to the larger leadership, the leadership that we saw in the Senate yesterday. Because I hope that the t- students I teach, that they will see the needs in the world. And I try to bring some of the needs in the world to them in my classes to look at those through the eyes of faith. And my hope is that more students will do have a servant leader heart, like the student I'm about to share with you, that they will step up and see service in whatever ways, especially perhaps and hopefully political ways, that they can do. And that doing that will make a difference in solving the many problems that our world and our nation and others face. So I I think I will start with, again, the local example of servant leadership because I hope that others saw it and will do the same. So I'm very grateful to have this individual in both my mentor group and in my class. And I'm not going to name him, and I'm not even going to describe him too much because I know that students listen, and I like to keep this podcast anonymous. So I'm just going to not even use an initial for him, except to say he's a freshman, and He has shown me in numerous ways that he sees leadership as one of those things that when there is a need, you step in and you fill it. And 
It's as simple as that. And yesterday, during our extended mentor group on Wednesday, we needed to do a fire drill. And it was cold out, and there was a bit of snow, flurries mostly, falling. But we had to do it for the month, and you know, it's one of those check off the regulation. And it was going to be quick, which was good. So the siren, the fire alarm went off inside, and we headed out of the building through the doors that are just down the hall from my classroom. And he held the door. He held the door as the students exited, and he held the door again as the students entered, re-entered the building. And he was the only student that did this. There were double doors, and only one door was open. The other, you know, people were pushing on the door. And it caught my attention. And I think it also caught some other students' attentions because, unfortunately, as I was coming back into the building, I heard at least one student kind of give him a little bit of ribbing for it. I didn't hear exactly what was said, but I think it was, I hope it was good-natured ribbing. Um, but, you know, it was certainly noticed. And it seems like a small thing, you know, how important is that, right? I mean, the door would have been open regardless, people, because the other door was open as people were leaving, as students were leaving. But I think it's symbolic, and I think it's significant. And I think it's significant that this student showed this leadership, which, again, I really would call very much servant leadership. But I think even more significantly, I hope other students witnessed it and that other students would do likewise in a similar situation or in any situation where there was a need that could make things better and exit from the building a little bit better, right? Especially on a day when nobody wanted to exit the building because people were freezing outside. Just a something like that that other students would step up and do. So I give this student props. I actually gave him props yesterday in, in the class in which I had him afterwards in the afternoon. And um, I um, give him props here on this uh, podcast. So moving to the larger, and I'll keep this brief because the bell is going to ring here soon for me, is um, the Senate voting yesterday to support a bipartisan resolution, or I don't know if it becomes law, I'm not exactly sure how that works, but saying that the U.S. needs to get out of Yemen. And I will be honest, I haven't followed the Yemen conflict as closely as maybe I should have been following it, but I think many in America have not been following it, but I encourage you to take a look at it. Because the U.N., just within the last few weeks, and this has been ongoing, it's not brand new, has said that the largest famine in 100 years is happening right now in Yemen. Something like 100 children are dying every day from a famine that is completely human-made, completely. Because the war, and it is the Saudi Arabians that are fighting this war with U.S. weapons and U.S. support, They've been bombing places where humanitarian aid is trying to get into the country. And that is what's causing the famine. Children, 100 plus children dying every day because of our involvement and our support. So yesterday, 62 senators across party lines, I should say, stepped up and voted to support a resolution to get the United States out of Yemen to stop our support of this war. And I commend those senators. And I'm proud to say that 
Both of my U.S. senators supported this resolution, both Senator Brown and Senator Portman. I did call Senator Portman's office this morning, and I spoke to a person, which is great. Usually you get a voicemail. And um, I did declare and my support and my thanks for Senator Portman for crossing party lines, because there were 37 uh, senators that voted against the resolution. 100% of those were Republicans. But yet our Republican Senator, Senator Portman, and other Republican Senators, Corker from Tennessee, Gaines from Montana, I'm just looking at the list here, Senator Flake from Arizona, and others voted to support this resolution. Now this is just a first step, but it sends an important message to our nation, to our president, to the world, that this is unacceptable, our involvement in this war that is causing tremendous tremendous and unnecessary human hardship and suffering and death. So I am grateful in seeing God's presence, especially in this week where we remember Christ the King, where we remember the reading in Matthew 25, which was not this year's uh, lectionary reading, but last year's, where Jesus says, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink and so forth. And when I was hungry and you didn't give me food, that was me in that person that you ignored. And I'm grateful for the leaders who are standing up. I'm grateful for my student who is modeling servant leadership. I pray that other students will see that and step up to that. And I'm grateful for seeing God's presence that inspires me to do similarly to pick up the phone and call my senators, to write this, to do this podcast, and to find ways that I can be a leader for good in the world. So, two quick questions as we wrap up. One is servant leadership. How do you do that? And how have you done that recently? And how will you do that today in the world as you go through the world? And secondly, What do you know about the war in Yemen? And what can you do today to show the world that this is unacceptable? And where is God present in all of this? So, as always, I am grateful that you are listening. Thank you so much. Blessings and peace.